0: This information is subject to a disclaimer at the end of this podcast. Please ensure that you listen to the disclaimer and go to www.UBS.com for further information about UBS.
1: Hi, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to UBS Global Research Podhub, a channel that shares insights from economists, strategists, and equity analysts on the pivotal questions and events shaping today's markets. My name is Natalie Cade, head of UBS China 360, and in this episode, we're going to be taking a look at the IOT theme. I'm joined by Thompson Wu, UBS Head of a Tech, Wendy Jiang, China Software Analyst, and Dawei Wang, Tech Lead of UBS China 360. So to kick us off, maybe Thompson, you could help us understand what IOT really is and why investors should care.
2: Yes, thank you, uh, Natalie. IOT stands for uh, Internet of Things. Uh, an IoT device can come in a variety of form factors, uh, but the crucial elements are fairly consistent. It will include some form of basic computing, uh, some degree of sensor. Uh, this can be a camera, gyrometer, accelerometer to collect data. And lastly, the ability to transmit this data through some form of connectivity, 4G, 5G, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, et cetera. Now, since the early 90s, the personal computer has been one of the earliest, the more common forms of IoT devices. Since the late 2000, early 2010, consumer adoption has shifted to smartphones, becoming a key IoT device today. Now, in the span of roughly a decade, uh, the mobile phone or smartphone market has now eclipsed over 400 billion in annual sales just last year and helped create and accelerate countless supply chain economies, including semiconductors, smartphone components such as camera lens, touch, biometric sensors, and a variety of end applications. The economic offshoot adjacent to the smartphone IoT device has been enormous. Looking ahead, we are interested in personal IoT devices that can help reshape human interactions. One good example of this are smart wireless earphones. We published a global supply chain and potential new economic opportunity report in our Q series published just last June.
1: Thanks, Thompson. Wendy, you've recently published a flagship research report exploring China's IoT software market, which you're expecting to accelerate strongly in the next five years. Perhaps you could introduce the key conclusions from your report.
3: Yes, sure. The
1: IoT industry is
3: evolving from connecting various devices to generating insights and making the devices smarter by leveraging cloud, big data, and AI technologies, and this is the reason why we think software is getting more important and is taking a higher share of the IoT value chain. In the IoT era, we think a new breed of IoT-specific operating system, database, and platform software vendors are rising, and the technology changes also bring a window of opportunities for the technology vendors. China is becoming a global leading force, not only as a manufacturing hub, but also as an important technology and end
1: market for value creation. Now, one of the key drivers of the trend that you highlight in your report is the rising number of new use cases. Based on your analysis, which verticals do you think are going to see the fastest adoption of IoT in the coming years?
3: So, we have seen many at-scale IoT deployments in recent years for the purpose of improving operation efficiency, saving costs, or improving user experience. We think the energy power grid, home appliance, connected autonomous vehicles, and manufacturing
1: are the four key industry verticals to see faster IoT adoption than others. Thanks, Wendy. Dawei, if I could come to you now. In your companion report, you explore in detail three of the key technology drivers that could support this theme. Can you walk us through them?
4: Uh, exactly, thanks, Natalie. First, we observed advances in technology and telecommunication standard to support the development of IoT, telecommunication community standardized low complexity and application-oriented design in their recent 5G release. We think this could bring down the the cost of IoT deployment and improve downstream willingness to use IoT. Second, on the IoT device and module side, we see a trend of better compatibility of devices to multiple communication technology. In some IoT cases, related functions such as AI are integrated with the connectivity on the same chip. This trend could further drive down the cost of device and shorten time-to-market for IoT solu- solution vendors and downstream participants. It is also worth mentioning that Chinese vendors have a very large market share for IoT modules. Third, we see IoT operating system development in China could benefit the entire IoT ecosystem and software vendors. Chinese domestic OS and its open source initiative have broadened the technology base for software service providers. Other supporting factor for Chinese IoT sector includes policy support from the government and advances in telecommunication deployment.
1: Wendy highlighted just now some of the industry segments where she sees strong potential for IoT adoption. Your report included a lot of very interesting examples of use cases based on your own on the ground interviews and site visits. What were some of the most compelling examples that you came across?
4: Right. We we interviewed 10 IoT experts, including IoT company executives, engineering managers, and the representative from industry association for the report. One interesting example we saw is in the area of the city management. In some smart city management projects, IoT devices collect real-time traffic data and send it back to a city brain control center implemented on a cloud. By taking control of hundreds of traffic lights, and the leveraging AI algorithms that enable intelligent scheduling and decision-making, a smart city system can significantly alleviate traffic congestion and increase the speed of traffic flow. We also see interesting examples in areas such as smart utility meter, smart home appliances, and smart community projects as well.
1: Thanks, Dawei. So, Wendy, there's clearly growing momentum in this theme. Uh, Which kinds of companies do you expect to benefit the most? Yeah, sure.
3: So, examples could include companies which provide robotics and machine vision solutions to the factories, which we think can benefit from higher automation and process uh, optimization capex by the manufacturing companies. And a higher penetration of the connected smart vehicle could benefit software vendors
1: who provide the smart vehicle software solutions to them. That's great. Thanks, Wendy. Artificial intelligence, AI, um, clearly plays a very important role um, in this IoT theme. Thompson, can you give us an update on progress that Chinese AI companies have been making in recent years, um, especially at the machine vision uh, area? And and it would be great if you could also explain how that relates to the broader IoT theme.
2: Sure. Thanks, Natalie. Uh, In 2020, uh, UBS published a Q-series report highlighting uh, China's AI capabilities, specifically looking at how AI adoption is shaping the domestic tech infrastructure, how government policies and support could help continue to shape and accelerate uh, China's AI adoption. Now, despite uh, difficulties brought on by U.S. sanctions in more recent years, we believe China's AI community has continued to make very solid uh, progress, particularly in the development of its AI algorithms and related applications and the development of uh, AI-related business models. Now, in the area of computer vision, we are seeing rapid innovation amongst China's AI leaders. Companies are using their computer vision and machine learning platforms to expand the use case of machine vision in AI. These AI machine vision applications could be as simple as identifying the number and degree of defects in a manufacturing line that could be producing jeans and t-shirts to even more advanced applications, such as orchestrating the automated pickup and delivery of hot iron within a foundry and where the safety of human capital is an absolute imperative. Now, much more time is needed for the development of such types of AI computer vision applications to increase the accuracy of these applications and enabling more intelligence in the decision-making process. Now, of course, uh, this will take uh, years to develop, but China is continuing to push uh, the forefront of uh, machine vision applications and we expect uh, the opportunities uh, to significantly ramp up uh, in the coming years.
1: Thanks, Thompson. That's very interesting. Thank you for visiting the UBS Research Pod Hub. That was an overview of the IoT theme with me, Natalie Cade, head of UBS China 360, and Thompson Wu, UBS head of Asia Tech, Wendy Zhang, China software analyst, and Dawei Wang, tech lead of UBS China 360. Tune in again for more investment insights.
0: This content has been prepared by UBS AG, its subsidiaries, and or affiliates, and is purely informational in nature. It is not investment research and does not contain an investment recommendation, nor investment or professional advice. It is not an offer or solicitation to engage in any investment activity, and you should seek your own financial, tax, and legal advice before engaging in any such activity. UBS has no responsibility to you in relation to this content and has no regard to your personal circumstances or investment objectives, and receiving it does not imply any form of client relationship with UBS for any legal, regulatory or tax purpose. This content is not intended for distribution into any jurisdiction where to do so would be contrary to law or regulation. UBS does not accept any liability over the content of such material or reliance upon any information contained herein. The views and opinions expressed by any guest speaker or third party are not those of UBS. Accordingly, UBS does not accept any liability over any such views and opinions expressed by such persons. This content is the valuable intellectual property of UBS, and UBS specifically prohibits the redistribution of it in whole or in part without its prior written permission. Copyright UBS 2022. The key symbol and UBS are among the registered and unregistered trademarks of UBS. All rights reserved.